0: Wisdom Ways is all about living from the true power of who you are. Marianne Williamson once said, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. If that is true, then how can we let go of those fears and become one with our authentic power? Speaking from personal experience, insights, and stories of awareness, Richard Schultz, spiritual healer and guide, invites you to take a courageous journey with him to finally let go of your deepest fears and embrace inner power beyond measure. Get prepared to travel to the inner spaces that will expand your awareness, freedom, and mastery of life.
1: Hi. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. I'm your host, Richard Schultz, and this podcast series is about plugging into your authentic power and stopping the energy leakages in your life. It's about becoming whole to the truth of who you are. Wholeness is about claiming all of your lost capacities so that you can powerfully live a life of profound impact, following your purpose and fulfilling your goals with ease. It's a journey of the soul. If you've not listened to the previous podcasts, I invite you to go back and listen to them too. They will give you some background understanding of this important wholeness work so that you'll be able to more easily discover where you are not being in your own power and begin to claim that back. Before we start today, I want to clarify once again the nature of this work and the path to wholeness. This is not an intellectual journey of the head. This is a journey of the heart, and it involves your emotions. Embracing shadow, the word I've been using for these lost or rejected parts of us, is dependent on emotional processing. A reprogramming of the mind with respect to beliefs and the old limiting story happens during the processing when I facilitate it. But if you're just intellectually understanding a shadow of yours without dropping into and processing the emotion then you may find that your old limiting patterns do not fully shift. For years, I've read lots of spiritual and self-help books. They gave me lots of insight into personal growth, and I did make progress in my understanding of many things that had held me back. This was an education of my head, and it was a good start. However, this understanding of my limitations, or even consciously knowing the root cause of my behavior, was usually not enough to change that behavior. I knew lots of stuff, but I was still out of sync with what I desired to be in my heart. Most of us experience this. Millions of people have read self-help books, listened to webinars or YouTube, and attended personal development workshops. However, why is it that most people do not reflect the self-help books they read and still engage in their limiting behavior? It is because although they consciously know what they need to do, and maybe even where their limiting behaviors come from, they have not successfully reprogrammed their subconscious mind to be aligned with their conscious desires. In addition, Most have not successfully engaged and aligned their superconscious mind to assist them in their transformation. They've not engaged their heart, but instead they've been likely led by their negative ego or from their old wounds. These podcasts are designed primarily to assist you in consciously understanding this important work and give you insights and clues to where you need to process and reprogram in order to become whole. Through the stories in the podcast, maybe some emotion within you is also triggered, and if so, then I encourage you to give yourself permission to fully drop into that emotion and process it. Create a safe space and some time to fully feel what you're feeling. Feel the anger, sadness, shame, disgust, despair, or fear as fully as you can. Be with it. Doing this will help you a lot in healing and letting go of your old wounds. To complete the integration of any shadow will also require techniques and perspectives that are beyond what I can teach you in this podcast. You will likely need some methods to engage and create alignment with your subconscious and superconscious minds. For this reason, I encourage you to reach out to me or some therapist that you trust that understands this work to get assistance. Using a skilled witness or therapist can help you get beyond just the understanding of your shadows and into the transformation of them through the compassion of your heart. Your life and your perspective of life will positively change as a result. In this podcast today, we're going to talk about caretakers and their potential shadows. i picked this topic because it has come up again and again with the clients that I work with. Maybe it's because I've played that caretaker role so much myself and have had to find my own balance with healingness that I've attracted these personalities to me. If you've been playing a caretaker role in your life, if this is a dominant part of your personality, or if you're in an unhealthy relationship with a caretaker type, then this podcast may be for you. Are you aware of where you step into the dark side of your caretaker? This podcast could help you become more aware and adjust limiting behaviors that you may have with respect to the role of this beautiful archetype, which in balance provides so much good in our world. Caretakers or caregivers are remarkable people. They tend to go into vocations like doctors, nurses, teachers, or social workers, and they provide tremendous devotion, dedication, and nurturing to the people and causes they serve. They also serve as dedicated moms or dads. They are helpers. Do you play out the caretaker role in your work or family? Are you the one that everyone comes to for support in your family? Is your life centered around making sure people around you are content and happy? Do you get your joy from seeing that the people you care about have their needs met, especially if you've been instrumental to helping them? How have caretakers impacted you? Reflect upon your mom, dad, or other key figures in your life. Maybe it was a therapist, a teacher, or a nurse that helped you through a difficult time. What was that relationship like? What qualities and values did they exhibit? How did you feel within that relationship? Possibly it was not a good experience at all to be under the wings of a caretaker. Perhaps you even felt smothered or disempowered. There are a lot of rewards for taking on the role of a caretaker. There's nothing like the feeling when you have a positive impact on someone else's well-being. A simple, kind action towards another human being produces a feeling goes beyond words for both the giver and the receiver. The feeling can be almost addictive and inspire a person to even greater impact on the world, such as building orphanages in Africa or working to eliminate poverty or homelessness. In my coaching business, I've worked with quite a few single caretaker-type moms whose children are now grown up and leaving home. This can be quite a shock. They devoted such a significant portion of their energy to their family for such a long time that there is now an emptiness or void created in their lives. This can also happen when caretakers retire from their jobs. Their life meaning is so wrapped up in caregiving that they don't know what to do with themselves. Many are also exhausted and craving some kind of freedom for themselves, but something in them tells them that they should be finding someone else to take care of or something that is more fulfilling in their lives. That voice may tell them that life is not about being self-centered or self-serving, but instead it is about others and what you can do for them. This voice may not allow you to just relax, take a vacation, or play. Your time never comes. I remember the first time I asked one of these clients, but who takes care of you? Tears welled up when this reality struck. They were doing all the caretaking, and no one was taking care of them, not even themselves. This Is where caretakers are often not whole. This is one of their shadows. In early childhood, the typical caretaker took on the role of looking after others in their family. It might have been an alcoholic or needy parent, it might have been taking care of the parenting role for their younger siblings when a parent was absent. It might have been so that they received love and attention from their parents, or simply to feel more safe and secure within their unpredictable home environment. Many of these caretakers gave up their playful, carefree child way too early in order to control their environment or feel safe. They may have decided that the only way to feel love or make their parents proud of them was to take care of them or others. In this, in order to survive, They rejected being carefree, self-centered, and free, and instead became the caretaker for their parents and perhaps in their mind extended that to their workplace or the world. For caretakers out of balance, there is an infinite number of situations where their energy is needed and where they can feel valued. They do it without end. Out of balance, the caretaker rejects taking care of their own needs first, and they tend not to be good at receiving. If they don't have someone to take care of, or others reject their nurturing, then life is meaningless and desolate. Their self-worth is wrapped up in doing things for others, the external world, rather than worth being intrinsic to their being. When their children leave home, they feel lost rather than free. We're going to take a short break right now, and after the break we're going to talk more about the caretaker the shadows they create and how this affects their life and relationships we'll talk about the healing of the caretaker what that takes to come back to wholeness and a whole new capacity to serve in healthy ways
0: you're busy your life is hectic but if you take just a few minutes every day for yourself you can improve your relationships health success, and self-esteem. All you need to do is join Richard Schultz for his online course, The Refreshing Beliefs Method. You'll learn how to release fears and how to use your whole mind to achieve your goals toward a better life. Join Richard Schultz online today at RefreshingBeliefs.com. Get back in charge of your life. That's online at RefreshingBeliefs.com.
1: Welcome back to the second half of Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. We've been talking about the archetype of the caretaker and the shadows they often take on early in their life. To feel loved, accepted, or safe and secure in their early years, they decided to take on this role to control their environment and feel their worth. They often chose to give up their carefree child very early, and got skewed into taking care of others rather than themselves. They became locked into an almost slave-like relationship with others they serve, even though they describe this as selfless rather than slaveful. Caretakers often go the extra mile for others, and are perplexed that others are so self-serving and insensitive to the needs of others. In their mirrors of relationship, they often attract people that are more self-centered, self-absorbed, or needy. Maybe they are even narcissistic. The people they may attract are takers and will take everything from the caregiver without end. These people are the perfect mirror to show them the parts of themselves that they've lost, even if it is an extreme. Caretakers often don't know how to receive or to ask for help, and to even take care of themselves properly when there are others that need them. Their priority is never themselves. As a result, from the shadow of the caretaker, they may eventually find themselves in a situation of exhaustion or burnout because they neglect taking care of their own needs. They might find themselves feeling unappreciated in their families or workplace as the takers take without end the others just come to expect that you will take care of things for them and may not even say thank you caretakers from their shadow side can't stand or tolerate people that are selfish and uncaring because in their own world view a person should give 150 percent not slack off the caretaker picks up the slack and rescues the team they end up doing the lion's share of the work for their teams without the compensating recognition and reward. This rescuer-helper-type energy can also be problematic for the people you're trying to take care of. The other person doesn't learn to be responsible for their own needs, and they live in this bubble of entitlement. A caretaker can overcare so that the person they are caring for doesn't learn from their experience and don't learn how to take care of themselves. They become dependent rather than learn independence. If you're always taking on 150% of the tasks, could you be cheating others out of the 50% of the experience they could be getting? Some of the best learning in life comes from failing and falling. If you're protecting your loved ones from getting hurt, Are you really serving their best interests? If you, as a caretaker, are always giving and not receiving from the people you love, are you cheating them out of the joy of giving to you? Is that fair to the people you are taking care of? Has your caretaker shadow taken over your life and the lives of others? In its extreme, the shadow of the caretaker could coax you to dance with another extreme and unhealthy shadow, that of the martyr. The martyr will feel misunderstood, underappreciated, and overburdened. Those are some of the symptoms of the caretaker's shadow. Just like all shadows, there are benefits and payoff to our life when we create a shadow. By taking on the polarity of the caretaker and rejecting selfishness, caretakers develop strong capacities of nurturing, giving, and compassion. They learn how good it feels to be in selfless service to others. They form strong family ties and become successful in their caretaking fields at work. There is a feeling of wonderful fulfillment that comes from giving to others. However, There comes a time when suppressing the shadows of the caretaker can no longer work and the caretaker gets stuck. It may show up in ill health or exhaustion. It may show up when life feels empty and meaningless when there is no family that appreciates your caring anymore. It may show up when you project your hatred of selfishness onto others as you attract the shadows you suppress in your mirror of relationship with others. When this crisis happens then the only real solution is to turn towards the shadows, fully embrace them, and become whole again. When the caretaker embraces their shadows, they have more capacity and more choice. You can choose to be selfish and self-centered at times, putting your own oxygen mask on first, rather than being compelled to take care of others you can choose to love yourself and enjoy life whether you're taking care of others or not you can allow other people to take care of themselves make their own decisions and learn to take responsibility for their own lives you won't take on responsibility for their pain and their pain is yours not yours to take anyway above all you can choose to receive in balance with your giving you will have more energy more freedom, more play, and more joy. You'll get to own your carefree child and let him or her dance again. What else? If you are a caretaker and have unbalanced shadows, what would life be like when you allow yourself to be taken care of and allow yourself the choice of being self-centered at times? What dreams and goals would you now fulfill when your caretaker is whole in its giving and its receiving? What abundance is waiting for you to receive or claim when you embrace these shadows? If anything I've said today about the caretaker sparks a fear, a judgment, or a longing to be free in you, and you'd like to start your work of becoming whole again, then please contact me. If you're stuck somewhere in your life, then you'll benefit from discovering and embracing the shadow or shadows behind this experience and claiming the power they have for you. It will stop the energy leakage. If I can serve you on your journey to becoming whole, then email me, ring me up, or make an appointment with me. You'll find me at www. WisdomWays.net. Thank you for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power here on the TLRStation.com, powered by Tenacious Living International, where it's all about living outside the box. Take care, everyone.
0: Are you ready to claim your authentic power? Visit www.wisdomways.net/slash power to gain instant access to Richard's free video course on being powerful. And if Richard said something today that truly impacted you and you'd like to talk with him further about it, please connect with him directly at 403-247-8042. Thanks for listening to Wisdom Ways. Have a great day. Talk with you next week.